0: That's right, everybody. It's time for America's favorite sports show. It's That There Sportscast with Jason Johnson and Jack Neal. All right, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of That There Sportscast. I'm your host, Jason Johnson, along with... Jack Neal. Good morning. Good morning, Jack. All right. So, yeah. uh, We've got some... uh, Sports sports stuff
1: to talk about uh, we'll just dive into the NBA playoffs it uh this is like one of the most contentious NBA playoffs I've haven't watched a single game but I mean there's some rivalries building mm-hmm. there's some fans uh still acting crazy some uh I guess either I I don't know I guess not an upset but uh the fact that some teams went a little further than or held teams to uh, not a higher standard. What am I looking for? Teams that you didn't think would go as, as, as certainly as far or put it on certain teams. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah. Like making some like number one sweat it out type deal. Right. Um, so we almost have the uh, semifinals set up. Um, 76ers knocked out uh, the Washington Wizards, which that was kind of a... Foregone conclusion, the, the Sixers were number one seed and Wizards were number eight. Um, and Atlanta knocked out the Knicks. And that right there is a rivalry that is building. Trey yeah. Young should get the um, uh, construction award for sure if there is one. Because, man, yeah. he built that shit up. Uh, there was a great moment where um, – I now, we talked about it last week, Trey Young – he was getting spit on by fans. He mm-hmm. was telling the crowd to hush. I mean, he was really doing some funny shit, and he really topped his closer for the series. Oh, it was a delightful. He yeah. uh, he pretty much you know put the final nail in coffin. I think it was like forty five seconds out before the last game before they were eliminated. He yeah. sinks a three and just turns the crowd and takes a bow. It was nice. like that is fucking hilarious, man. Yeah. What a what a shit stirrer. So. Uh, they'll be going on to face, uh, uh, Philadelphia, which shit, man, if New York was pissed at Trey Young, I can't imagine how Philly's going to treat him. But, uh, I like, I I'm kind of getting a lot of, I didn't realize a lot of people hated this guy. I kind of like him. I like this like shit talk he's bringing and not only right. shit talk, but the little antics on the court. Yeah. I, I dig it, man. The, yeah. the bow out was just fucking hilarious. Yeah. Um, of course, you got the tradition. I like it because it's not the he's not traditional. He's bringing a new flavor and style to his comedy on the court. You know, he's right. not not doing the wave off. He kind of went a little hack with the shh, but I don't remember anyone who's bowed to it. I mean, in, ju- in the yeah. in the garden, yeah, that's fucking balls, man. Yeah. I like it. I like what he's doing down there. So,
0: what's their next matchup? What's the they are g- the they're
1: going to they're going against Philly and yeah. Philly's number one. They aren't slowing down. I saw – now, Washington did – they didn't get completely uh, bounced out. Washington did take a game from them. I think it was a pretty yeah. high score that Washington took it to. But, you know, some of these teams, it's like when you when you get a win, it's not like this um, – it's not like this you should automatically be like, oh, who cares type deal but it kind of felt like that in that series it kind of was like yeah I mean these guys have been number one I think the uh 76ers have been like number one from the start of the season so they've been playing you know balls to the wall basketball this entire season of course you're going to lose one in the playoffs like that that you know that doesn't mean too much to me um and New York taking it from Atlanta, they took one game from them. That's another one. It's like, but, I mean, it's kind of crazy because New York was number four, Atlanta's number five, and sometimes that doesn't mean much in playoffs. It's literally like a one-game difference of who would be four and five, uh, maybe just two or three games even. But I don't know. Uh, I, I still say, like, good for the Knicks. that most improved team by far, right. I'd say. I mean, who? when was the last? Knicks were becoming a joke within the within, – the basketball world um so you know good for the knicks for at least bringing their city back especially to you know brooklyn's now in it in which i'll just move to them they be oh well no hang on well brooklyn brooklyn went on to the is going to the semifinals they beat boston boston only took one game from them but there's a lot of drama there so before i move on to that like brooklyn uh is a new york team yeah Uh, you know they're owned by jay-z it's it's but it's not to me the new york team like the knicks have that's a lot of people have been talking
0: about that is is that that you know, there's been that controversy here recently how people have been saying the the, the Nets are never going to be the New York team. It's always going to be the Knicks. We don't care who owns them or how many people they pick up. Right. It's going to be the Knicks. So yeah. yeah.
1: I would argue that, I mean, when you look at Brooklyn, if you take the side-by-side maybe stats of just who owns off-court stuff, all sorts of deals – You had argued Brooklyn should be the people. They should be the new, you know, what we were talking about outside. The new guard breaking in and... Yeah, yeah. kind of telling the old guard hey it's it was good having you here while we right. did for uh, you know however many decades or whatever yeah. but it's still something about that garden you know yeah the, the
0: it's the they
1: it's had a movie made it Whoopi Goldberg was the coach but,
0: <laughs> but also too you got to look at it this way you look at it from the baseball standpoint of yeah the Yankees are always New York's team right but suddenly when the Mets win, Everybody in New York loves the Mets, yeah. so I, I think that's probably what it's going to take. The Knicks are just going to have to bring the championship home to New York, right. and then people will be like, "Oh, okay, yeah, I can, I can accept this."
1: I think too, New York, the Knicks really were a lot uh, more special this year compared to Brooklyn because Brooklyn built a super team, where the Knicks they did it kind of you know they brought don't get me wrong they brought in derrick rose who used to be a star right. he's not like you know this was kind of his like yeah i'm not done season it, it was something for him to prove julius randall i believe won the most improved player award for the season i mean so they did it kind of through this grassroots like we're we're still the team that has the owner who's batshit crazy, right? you know, and, and and we're cobbling together a team yeah. where Brooklyn clearly was like, all right, we're going to have Steve Nash, one of these ultimate all-stars, coach the team, which good for him too. That was an interest. I mean, that's what we – that was some talk like, can he coach a team? Like, I know he was with uh, Golden State helping them through the championship, but he damn sure wasn't the coach. And then they brought on um, – The Rockets' old coach is the assistant coach. I mean, they just built this fucking team, you know, who should be on top. If they're not on top, it's a joke. But that's why I'm saying, like, the Knicks, to me, are like, hey, good for y'all. Like, y'all really took it to them. But, man, Trey Young was like, fuck you. Like, this, we don't get many chances in Atlanta. Here we go, you know. Um, I think that's – and what I really love is I think they – built a rivalry between those two teams that's now going to be uh it's going to be like the maybe not so uh maybe not so like uh not as star studded the right word I don't know comparing it to like Pistons and Bulls or the Knicks Bulls you know Jordan era and Patrick Ewing you know, it may not be something like that, but it seems like it's building to the start of that. Right. Like it's really, I, I I like that for sure. Um, all right, Milwaukee bounced bounced out Miami in four games. I, I it was yeah, just they couldn't get a hold of them. I know I handily. <laughs> I read a I read a quote where someone was like, I guess on the court or maybe off the court said like, you know, one of the uh, Milwaukee players talking about miami being like yeah we're not in the bubble anymore like this is real life yeah so i don't know if they're like yeah the bubble didn't even count or whatever but yeah they they referenced the bubble they i think miami bounced them in the bubble so they got their vengeance um i hope i'm right on that but knowing this podcast probably not um (laughs) brooklyn boston now here is the fucking here this week was blown up it was on sunday i think when all the drama happened um so kyrie irving uh former boston celtic hated by boston like the city like everyone yeah. said he was a fucking douche everything like that he started the season out kind of being douchey by going on to their um their home court and doing a native american you know get rid of the Evil spirits. Yeah, saging. The, That's yeah. it. Saging, um, you know, yeah. which a lot of people found that douchey. And then he came out and was like, I'm Native American. And then everyone was like, I don't think we can really talk about this anymore. But right. <laughs> we still didn't yeah. like it. Um, so they beat um, they beat Boston. First off, one of the Boston guys, uh, I'm not even going to pretend to attempt to look this up. We need a producer, by the way. uh, <laughs> uh he he had like a phenom. I think it was like, I'm not lying. I think it was like 81 points or some shit like that. Like he had a phenomenal game. the The Boston guy. I think it was Tatum is the guy's last name. He had this fucking phenomenal game. 81 yeah. may be too high, but I saw on Instagram like people with 81 point games. I think it was associated with him. Like he hel- he literally put the entire you know yeah. season on his back to try to keep them in it. But again, Brooklyn's just there. I, I mean, so take. You can take out a couple players because you just know Kevin Durant, of course, like old super, old MVP. I mean, he's yeah. been on championship teams, just an all star, going to be definitely future Hall of Famer. Uh, uh, Kyrie Irving, I don't know about his Hall of Fame numbers or anything like that, but a point guard that is always talked about in the league. He's always controversial. He's won with Cleveland. Boom. I mean, like that. Now, James Harden, of course off the court not issues but you know he started the the entire season was started around him it was all talked about of course he's a murderer and you know that they got this guy joe harris fucking doing it for the average white guy out there just being able to knock the lights out i mean they're they're just a powerhouse team honestly to me because they're going to play against milwaukee to me it's going to be it's going to be um the nets and 76ers to see who goes to the finals. Like, I think that's yeah. my prediction or whatever. Um, anyway, but so Kyrie Irving, you know, I do have a lot of respect for like he just likes to kind of talk shit or start shit. Yeah. Um, he very, he seems very comfortable with who he is. And that's a guy that is not, that's a guy who's yeah. not me. He's confident. He knows how to yeah. talk in front <laughs> of a mic. Uh, <laughs> uh he, he doesn't give up. The, yeah, man. and he won me over with the, hey, man, I don't give a shit if we're the same same color. Don't call me the N-word. Like, yeah. I like that. I'm yeah. this type of way. I'm not going to break who I am type thing. Right. I enjoy that. Anyway, so they bounce out Boston in Boston. He goes to step, or he steps all over the logo. I mean, just yeah. that disrespectful, it's, you know, I, I forget the the logo, the mascot's name, but he... he Complete disrespect. He was like wiping his feet on him and everything like that. Clearly, being like, fuck you. We, we wiped you out. We're, you're done. And it's his old team. The city hates him itself. As they're leaving to go to the locker room, a fan throws a full water bottle, attempting to hit him in the head. Mm-hmm. And fucking good for the NBA immediately arrested this guy. Didn't yes. even let him leave his seat. They immediately were up in the stands. You know, say what the NBA has some weird stuff with the China thing, and they're like, ah, we're, yeah, we're for human rights, except when it comes to our, you know, contract deals, making money, yeah. But, I mean, players and analysts were saying when these fuckers throw shit at players, they need to be arrested and lifetime bans and shit like that, yeah. And hey, good for the Celtics. They look again. Everyone hates Kyrie Irving in that city. And they still were like, we're not allowed to do this shit. Right. I thought that was I thought for one, good for Boston for even there was articles that came out of, of Boston and their racist undertones and towards players even when they're on their own team. You had a black player coming out trying to defend it. Yeah. Who was who's on Boston's team now, which is like, yeah. we just look at it as they really love our city and they hate everyone else. It's like, that's, right. ah, it's, you know what yeah, I mean? Maybe. Uh. But again, good for them for being like, yeah, fuck you, we're not accepting this. We we listen to the players, we listen to <laughs> analysts, and that may have come down also from the top of the NBA. You know, Adam Silver may have said, hey, we're not doing this shit, we're not playing these fucking games. Arrest these people, and yeah. good for them. Good for a league for actually being progressive when their players speak up and say, we don't like this, they need to fucking change it, period. And time and time again, the NBA has clearly been like, okay, we'll listen. You saw it in the bubble when they want to do the Black Lives Matter thing, and then they let them put all their own uh, slogans and name or whatever on their jerseys. I think it's a really cool thing to see a league, especially when you compare it to football, yeah. Who doesn't ever know they only know to go which way the wind's blowing at the moment. Right. Um, baseball is just they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. They can't figure it out. Hockey you never hear these problems, but hockey's also almost lower than tennis at this point. You know, yeah. like no one's ever paying attention to that. So go for the NBA on that one. I really I really was kinda like not like happy or excited, but I was definitely like that a fucking good move. Good move, guys. Yeah. Good good move. Um, Utah beat Memphis again Memphis had that one game where they it was just a it was just a bad defensive play that Memphis got that game off in the first first game and I don't know maybe Utah was like oh well you gotta be fucking kidding me we earned the number one spot and we got beat (laughs) off a bad defensive beat fuck this you know Um, so they're going on to the uh, they're going on to the next round good for Memphis again I like these uh, I like these uh, smaller market teams kind of putting it Putting their name in there and getting mm-hmm. up there. That's for sure. I like that. Um, the big one here, and it's still going on. It's the night at 8 o'clock. Uh, that's Friday if you—if it gets uploaded today, whatever. I'm sure mm-hmm. people that actually pay attention to basketball know this. Uh, Dallas versus the Clippers. It's uh, Dallas has a 3-2 lead on the Clippers. Yeah. Clippers look like they're falling apart. I mean, they really do. There was a video of a player wanting a challenge and, like, Literally having to go to Ty Lu who's the coach, and, like, yeah. clapping his face. The assistant coaches are yelling at Ty Lu And Ty Lu's just standing there, arms crossed, like, looking into section, you know, 332. Like, yeah. he's just out. He's not even there. Um, I think Dallas is going to take it. I think uh, yeah. fucking what's his name? The the blonde kid on their team. That's just we've been talking about him all season. Luca, Luca yeah. Um, they're arguing for MVP for him. I don't know if the awards have already come out, possibly. Yeah. Uh, you know he's he's between him Porzingis a couple other players on the team they're seemingly coming together, uh, but it doesn't look like it's going to be just an easy path for them. Um, as well, it shouldn't. They're number five, so right. But good for. I mean that that game. Everyone's talking about that series. Like I I've gone into stores and been you know, oh going to going to Twins to watch the Clippers game. You know, it's like yeah. a, a lot of people are behind this one. Um, I'm I'm excited to see. I I really want to see Luca fucking. Yeah. Take Dallas. I of like Luca. He's fucking. Not only that, home state team, you know, it's yeah. the last Texas yeah. team in it. Like, yeah, I can get behind them. If the Rockets are going to be in the last place and yeah. <laughs> have no yeah. future for a while, I'm not jumping on Dallas bandwagon, but I'm definitely like, good for them. Fuck yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah I like those guys. Um, yeah. I, I, and I kind of started following Dallas this year and, yeah, and Luca 'cause because, yeah, that was an interesting uh that's just an interesting dude, man, cuz he comes over he 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 can talk shit as well as <laughs> he can as well as he can ball and man can he ball. Right. You know, holy shit, dude. They
1: also just have such a likable team. Luka's a very yeah. he he's had moments this year where it's very clear he's a no nonsense fucker out like. Yeah. Fuck you! This is my court type deal. Yeah. He had it with Patrick Beverly, and Patrick Beverly is known as this guy who is just all over you. He's a shit talker. He's a wild guy on the court, almost like Tasmanian Devil. Always in people's faces. He really fucks up people's heads. Yeah. And Luca, uh, they had a small spat. It to me, it was kind of ridiculous, but it to me showed the Luca's kind of fuck you. Like this is my this is my court too. Like you're not going to bully me in uh I bu- he was just walking out of a skirmish or whatever and Beverly like clipped him or something. It really was it was a lot more blown up in the media and and I think it's because Patrick Beverly's always known as getting into scuffles especially in the yeah. playoffs. He's he he really is like a key guy. You won on a team in a playoff run because he'll, he'll get in your star's head if they, if the star lets him. And, you know, he, he was walking and it's almost like he was walking through Clippers players. But when Patrick Beverly touched him or grabbed him, man, he, he turned on a dime and got in his face. Almost like, fuck you, man. Like, it's funny. It's like, you're the bully. I'll come punch you in the mouth. How about that? You know, it was a very interesting clip to watch. Um, and again, I hope they go on and, and win it. Um, And to be honest, man, the West has opened up uh, because Denver, although number three, they beat out Portland, which fucking sucks. Portland is never going to get out of the first round. It's like watching the Rockets back in the early 2000s or kind of later 2000s of they just, you know, they finally achieved going to the second round, but they just were never going to get over the hump. Fucking Damian Lillard plays his fucking ass off, and they just can never get out of the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. Like, I feel so bad for Portland to see that. Denver, of course, it's kind of hard to hate. I mean, they're just – who hates the Denver Nuggets? Who who likes the Denver Nuggets? Yeah. <laughs> who thinks of the Denver Nuggets, right. you know? They're always the sleepy team that really doesn't get a lot of press from what I see. Yeah. Um, but Portland uh, – uh, you know, they – It was a 4-2 series, and Denver beat him. Portland, they had – it was all on Dame Lillard, too. He sent it into two overtimes with threes, and apparently he just couldn't stop hitting threes that night. And there's a very funny clip going around of uh, Damian Lillard missing a three finally and Austin Rivers turning and just doing the sarcastic, thank God. Like, thank fucking God the guy I'm defending fucking stopped hitting him. Right. You know. Uh, very funny clip. Anyway, um, and the big one, in, in my opinion, even though it was Phoenix number two, LA seated at number seven. Uh, Phoenix bounced out the defending champs in the LA Lakers. Now, uh, you know, you can argue AD did go back down with a groin injury, and and still had to play yeah. through. And LeBron had a had an ankle injury near the end, still had to play through, even though he came back. This, I'm going to
0: tell you. This has to be one of the all-time biggest sports busts ever. The Lakers? Yeah. Yeah. Because at the end of the season this past year, every analyst was coming on and saying this team is a dynasty. Right. This team is going to be hard to beat. In fact, I I saw people saying um Big time analysts. And we're talking, you know, like like uh, Stephen A. And, and people like that saying that right. This was a team that they literally saw no one in the league they could beat them. Yeah, could even challenge them for the next, and they were saying for the next five, you know, six years. And uh, and for them to come back this year and just nothing, I mean, it, I mean, I mean, they made it to playoffs. I'll give them that, but
1: yeah, by the skin of their teeth. But
0: yeah, sure. barely. And then they get in, and and yeah, they're just out. You know, first round, and it's like, wow, you know, what a bust. Well, I will say, I don't
1: know if either their championship was an asterisk or this season was an asterisk, but when you really break it down and look at it. That bubble went for a little longer than what they did. They mm-hmm. jumped right back into the season, and when yeah. you look at it, the Miami Heat bounced out of the first round. They were yeah. second place in the league. The champions, L.A. Lakers, they you know they're bounced out of the first round. Right. You see that. You see the injuries, especially in in AD, who was injured last season, and and dealing with injuries this season, and then you see LeBron eventually. I didn't. I. I mean, I can't recall the last time he had been injured. Yeah. And, you know, he gets injured right before the start of the playoffs. Now that guy, yeah. um, what's his name? Devin. Uh, maybe I'm messing the first name up, but uh, last name Shrouder. He was the guy that got. He was the guy that said the N word to Kyrie Irving, and that was the big thing. Yeah, that kid to me is actually more of a star. He's just got the half. He's got the half gold. Uh, gold hair, half black hair. Right. He's got. A, a lot of personality. When he's on the court, that's the one I'm kind of watching. He's yeah. he, To me, he's kind of the... He's he's playing third fiddle, but to me, he should be second or first, possibly. Yeah. Like he's kind of the younger guy. And again, this is the way the podcast goes. I could be full of shit. He could have been around the league forever and finally found his place. Right. Um, you also look at the last team they had. They they and now Dwight Howard and Rajon Rondo were no superstars that were currently going each year competing for superstardom. They're getting these journeyman one year deals across the league. Yeah. Uh, I believe. I believe now uh, Raj, raja is with um raja is with uh, the clippers and i believe dwight howard is with the atlanta hawks yeah that could have been a, hey we should have maybe kept them around for a little longer and they could have got cuz those two teams are on to the next one right the the two championships are out yeah it could be something like that it, it, it that's what i'm kind well, of attributing that- it to it is crazy that lebron is not going in the play. And he had an asinine quote that came back and bit him in the ass that said, 35-year-old me against 27-year-old me one-on-one right now. I could beat 27-year-old me. Yeah. Which is like, and then you go lose. I know why he said that
0: quote, though, because... He needs the attention? (laughs) Well, not only that, but he had another quote earlier um, uh, back whenever he first had his injury. And he... He was quoted as saying, and this may have been wrong or something. I don't know. I just saw the the article, but it it as saying he's not a hundred percent and he doesn't know if he will ever be a hundred percent again. Oh. And that's fine. You're <laughs> thirty-five years old. But but of course that also, you know, when you say something like that. You got an agent standing over the side going, what the fuck are you saying? I'm trying to get you bigger deals, keep you in this goddamn league longer, and you're sitting here talking this shit. People are going to be like, we're not going to pay him as much. He's already said. You know, he's fucking – so now he's like, yeah, I can beat my old self, you know, and all that. I I
1: could see that. And look, man, it seems like basketball – of course, all all of these professional sports, everyone thinks they are the best player in the league. If you're not, you should be out of there. And good for you – I mean – that's the way you should be thinking. And if you're not, here's a perfect example. This guy is not the, I wouldn't even, I don't even remember his name, but it was the guy you sent me from Dallas, that that monster of a guy yeah. that doesn't even have to jump to dunk. Right. He's, he's second string to Porzingis, but he's just this likable, lovable Almost like we're going to keep him around because the fans love him. Yeah. You know, you got Taco uh, Taco Fal- uh, Falco or Taco Fall. He was the guy who was with, uh, I believe, Central Florida and then went on to the Boston Celtics. Yeah. Another guy that's just this gigantic string monster, doesn't have to jump <laughs> to dunk. A Yao Ming, for instance. You know, yeah. like, you have these players that stick around and they don't seem to have the egos. They know their place. Right. You're a top-tier guy. You're going to be boisterous and, hey, I'm the best guy or whatever. And it is kind of interesting to kind of tie it back around. It is kind of interesting to see a guy maybe admit, I don't know if I'll be able to come back. And then you're right, have to follow it up. Maybe right. agent's gotten his ear, so that's a bad thing. You know, I don't know. It's uh. Mm-hmm. I do think – here's here's one thing that I think if LeBron would actually maybe get out of his own way, yeah. it would be a thing, and, and if he would stop being compared to Jordan, which, by the way, I, I have come to decide we can we can figure out this fucking Jordan rule real goddamn quick from now on. Yeah. Who is the Jordan of this year? That's what the fucking thing yeah. should be. It should stop being compared to an entire career's worth of all this shit.
0: Rename the MVP award the Michael Jordan Award. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Fucking put Kobe on the logo,
0: give him the MVP
1: award, yeah. and, and let's move on. You are the Jordan this year. Because I <laughs> thought we were almost yeah. squeaked out of that. Of course, that argument comes up every year, maybe midseason, whatever. Yeah. It's going to definitely come up now. But they were already compared. This is why he's not Michael Jordan. No, he's not and will never be Michael Jordan. No player.
0: Nobody will ever
1: be Michael Jordan. And do you know why? It's because, again, this old guard, new guard thing. Well,
0: also, you got to remember, you have to be somewhat psychotic and almost a serial killer to be (laughs) fucking Michael Jordan, okay? Absolutely.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And to play in the old ways of basketball is just not the way they let him play. You You shoot a smart aleck look, to a third stringer on the bench and say, you know, like, did you see that? They'll fucking give you a tech
0: now. Right. It's just, there's yeah. no
1: way you can have a Jordan anymore. Yeah,
0: um, There's not, there's never going to, one of the sad parts about it for me is because I like a, a good physical game is you will never see a Detroit uh, Pistons team again like from the from the 80s 90s Detroit Pistons just brawlers just brawlers don't give a fuck yeah. they will file the shit out of you they if you want to get them fighting on the court well hey let's go yeah. you know um and, and to me that that adds an element to the game that makes it exciting it really gets fans into it cuz they see that you're willing to not just play the game uh, money's not your vote motivator. You want to win, and you want to win for this city. Exactly. You know?
1: And while I will say to me, that's an illusion of yeah. I want to win for this city. Right. I, I d- you are right. It gives that fan going, yeah. fuck yeah, he's fighting for us, physically right. fighting for us, especially a, a market like Detroit. Yeah. You know, like. Uh, I I definitely agree. It's a, yeah. but that's gone. It's never coming back. No, you no, know, no, no, They're they're being very progressive in that league, and for good. I mean, yeah. I would imagine there's names we don't know of whose season probably ended way too early. Oh yeah, that but yeah. we'll never hear about yeah. them.
0: I mean, you know, it's 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 people. It it it's the same thing with football. People, you know, bitch now that oh it ain't what it used to be. By God, they used to. Well, yeah, they don't because people were getting life altering fucking injuries from shit like that people people who could have probably played another 10 years uh, were, their careers were ended because some guy went and and, and collected a bounty yeah. you know on the guy i mean it's it, so yeah shit has to change we can't be so violent you know it, right. it, but but it, but i will have to say um, technicals for now yes should we get away from the old detroit beat shit out of everybody okay? yeah okay i get it yeah i i miss it because i lived through it and it was kind of fun right but i get it but technicals for shit talking grow the fuck up yeah, yeah. shit talking's part of a fucking sport oh we saw
1: we saw plenty of Times this season where the ball was thrown to the ref in the wrong way. That, yeah, that shit's ridiculous.
0: I saw one where the guy literally threw the ref a bounce pass.
1: Yeah, that was that JJ Reddick one. It was a
0: bounce pass. Right. And and he ejected it. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Is your, are you really that much of a fucking well for lack of a better fucking word, hey, call me unfucking what but a pussy. Yeah,
1: exactly. That you can't
0: fucking take a bounce pass from a guy. You're
1: being very sensitive in that moment. And the players argue that shit and get real pissed about it. Yeah. And because that all goes against you when you're arguing your contract and you and you can't Sit there and go, Well, we're going to break down every single ejection to look at what the point is. Okay, yeah. that because we will always know that. And I'm pretty sure if you bring it up to more than a casual fan, oh, yeah, that was that was bullshit, you know, yeah. type deal. But on paper, you don't write ejection due to sensitive ref, You're right. it's an ejection, You're right. It's and it's straight there. That affects their money. That affects who's going to take well, them. You know, and not only it's that, a big deal for these players in
0: that moment, in that game, they just crippled that team yes. over a bounce pass.
1: Absolutely, especially when it's like one of their yeah. stars or one of their
0: bigger yeah. players for it's sure. Just, it, you know, it just makes no fucking sense. It's like, um, and I'm going to talk about more more about this later. Uh, uh, but I just rewatched the the thirty for thirty on. Uh, uh the the mark mcguire sammy sosa oh okay. home run race yeah, yeah, yeah. which I, I'll, I'll definitely get into that later when we get into baseball but um but uh the uh, there was first inning everyone's there it, 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 the fucking it, the cardinals are at 500 right they're not making the world series but the stadium is packed to the fucking gills because everyone's there to see Mark McGuire right hit home runs that season. Yeah. First inning, uh they there's a pitch that I'm looking at it. This pitch, I'm sorry, it was way out of the fucking uh the, the strike zone. The guy the guy calls it a strike, Maguire turns around and says, How in the fuck did you call that a strike? He gets in his face. They eject him from the game. Yeah. The fans almost fucking rioted. They had to clear the fucking field and put the teams back in the fucking locker rooms for a little while to clear them up, to calm everybody the fuck down. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Um, And so, then, yeah, you do get into stuff like that where, you know, eventually, someone's going to throw a bounce pass to a fucking ref, and the fans are going to fucking riot. They're going to be like, what the fuck do you think you're doing? Stop being an asshole. Well,
1: you're right. We will get into the sensitivity of baseball here in a little bit. I do have one more thing before we get out of the NBA. Okay. So, the Suns were up on um, the Lakers. uh, I think it was a trillion to five. I mean, they were just blowing (laughs) them the fuck out. And LeBron James leaves with five minutes left to go back to the tunnel. Yeah. Now, of course – that explodes on social media. Yeah. And, well, I mean, that explodes on social media. Everyone's going crazy. Oh, LeBron's being, you know, a, a drama queen, all this other stuff. And then it comes out that the coach sent him back, or LeBron may have said, hey, I'm going back. It's still not sure. The coach is taking the hit, though, of I, I sent him back there to get his treatment started early on this high ankle injury that he's been experiencing apparently after every game, he's getting a treatment. They just right. wanted to get it started early was the thing. Do, I don't know how to take that. I do, I have an opinion, but what's your what do you take that as? What do you do you, do you like that? Do you not like that? Do you think that's bullshit or do you even have an opinion?
0: Well, just the fact that so, basically, yeah, they're up like a, a trillion to nothing. On oh, they were him. smoke. Yeah. I, I want to say it was 50 points. And so, he just goes ahead on, sends LeBron to the back, hey, we're, this is over. Fuck it. Right. You know. Um, I have two opinions on this. It, it Okay, you did what you did. That's your decision as a coach, and people should respect that. You know, it is your player. Yeah. That, you know, you want to get him's treatment done in yeah. all um however i'm sorry i'm the type of person that when your team is on that fucking court you, if you can be there you stay there you support that team right you should i don't give a fuck what the score is um i remember when i was a little kid mm-hmm. um there was a uh a member of the Cowboys. Mm -hmm. I I can't remember who this was, but I mean, this is way back when Tom Landry was still coaching. Okay. But this is how this affected me as a little kid. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Changed my life. (laughs) Yeah, Well, because it it taught me what sportsmanship was and what it meant to be, because um, they were losing, not by much, but they were were losing. Uh, The TV cameras rolled around. And one of the players kind of looked at the camera and gave a big smile and a hi mom on the camera, and Landry went the fuck off on him. What the fuck are you doing, smiling? Yeah, why are you We are fucking losing, right? You know, and it, it, um, all the shit. So it's um, it, that taught me about. No, when you're losing, fuck you. You should feel bad, and you need to get your ass out there, support your team, and be over here and not Mm. in a fucking camera or whatever. Right. And so that kind of gave me that attitude from then on. I'm always going to be there for my team. Yeah. You know?
1: I'm kind of of the same opinion. I think you could have handled it a lot of ways. I don't think it was the coach saying, LeBron, let's get started on your treatment. I think LeBron, and I don't even know if it was necessarily in like a fuck this, I'm leaving type way or drama way right it may have just been like hey you know i don't know who the coach is but it's like hey man we're down can i go get this shit started so we don't have to be in the locker room waiting on my ass forever you know what yeah. i mean i think it could have been something like that and i think where maybe it- you know he's obviously gonna get the call. I mean, and yeah. it's a no, it's a no call. You, you, yeah, we're losing. You're not gonna be able to win us a 50 point game. Maybe a comparison to Jordan there. <laughs> you yeah. know, like it may have. You know, that's where you may be losing faith with people. But the amount, ima- I just can't believe that the coach may have not. I, how did no one say, "Hey, LeBron, why don't you take your shoe off on the court? On this, all the way down to." on the end of the bench why don't you have a trainer look at your ankle why don't you have them unwrapping why don't you get the the minuscule start yeah on the bench show you're still there show you're still in the game but yeah maybe we won't always have to deal with you being a drama queen if you hadn't been a drama queen up until this fucking point, right. and now there's kind of a legitimate, yeah, who cares if he goes to the locker room type deal, yeah. but now we're having to deal with it like it's a fucking news-breaking story. Well,
0: well it, but it, not only that, though, Um, it, I, he is the de facto leader of that team. Yeah. It, when you're leader, basically, it looks like it was like when your coach – looks at the leader of the team and basically what it looks like is is, well, we're fucked on this one, buddy. Go ahead on to the back. Right. That's demoralizing. Yeah. You know? And again, and so, going yeah. back
1: for you're not fighting for the city, kind of. Right. You're, not, you're right. not got your head into it. Yeah. And you you say the team, I say the league, because that was the big news in the bubble, is that people were like you know, when he wanted to stop down the entire league, they're like, yo, motherfucker, like, yeah, I got money to make for my family. I don't know who you think you are, but he's sitting up there spouting about how, you know, I'm doing this and I'm doing that. You know, it's like he wants to be the face of the NBA. Just to me, a not a great look as far as walking back, right. and I don't think this will be the highlight that they'll always go back to. No, oh, no, it's not the it's not the Pippin. I'm not going in for the last right. play. It's, it's a, nothing like that. This is a
0: blip, but, but it's still it just to me. Yeah, uh, I know.
1: think you got to be a way smarter. You you can't have it both ways. You can't have it. I'm I'm just a player, only a player. Leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. When you're also online talking about how don't tell me to just shut up and dribble. You have to know the optics of that are going to be bad. Right. It's only, well, let's be honest, in basketball it's usually about 10-15 minutes when there's 5 minutes on the clock. Right. But it's like you could have started, you know, you could have you could have been in the tunnel on a table. You're LeBron James, fucking be like, "Hey, get a table out behind home court right or you know, behind the fucking basket right now like" Do something to not make it look like you're being a fucking crybaby leaving right. because you're losing. Right. And again, I didn't think it was, I didn't think much of it, but of course, when the internet's going crazy, it's like, yeah, dude, you kind of deserve it because you've been doing this shit all fucking season. Yeah. So, that's where we're at with the NBA. Yep. By the way, if you want to do how I'm doing with the NBA, but just go to ESPN or whatever, look up the get, the score of the game, or follow SportsCenter on Instagram and just watch the highlights that way. They've been giving me fucking all the news. So I'm like, yeah. all right, clearly this was all that mattered. I haven't seen right. a single – I did, actually. I saw a high-scoring through, uh, through SportsCenter through that guy with Boston, and then I saw the Damian Lillard – you know, they were given – there's like four or five dedicated to him shooting these threes. So if you right. don't want to watch a full game kind of like I don't at this point because I don't really have a dog in the race, fucking yeah. do that. It's a very fun, entertaining way, I'll tell you, folks. Um, Where we want to go? We got sp- Well,
0: speaking of crybase. Yeah, I was going sp- to say, let's I'll, go to let's baseball. Let's go to baseball real quick. Um, now, you sent me this clip. All right, basically, an announcer makes a very hack joke uh well, to set this clip up yeah uh, the the pitcher has on a do rag he a uh, black guy he's got it on a do rag it's coming out from the bottom of his hat Right and this this guy makes this joke yeah
1: Let's move see. over split change up that Strowman has developed and it's turned into a tremendous pitch for it Pretty sure that's the same do-rag that Tom Seaver used to wear when he pitched for the Mets. Okay. Got the 41 patch on his sleeve right there. And Reddick is at it again. And what everyone,
0: the biggest thing everyone noticed was is that his the guy in the booth next to him ignored the joke. Which is good, because it was a hacky fucking joke. It was horribly bad. I would
1: argue not a joke. I would argue time filler. To call that a joke is a slap in the face to any funny, silly book you'll find at the used bookstore. Like, what the fuck,
0: man? uh, But, uh, okay, so this went several directions. A, comedians are pissed because that is a hack fucking dad joke. Uh, uh, Announcers... Leave the jokes to us comedians, okay? We'll handle this shit. Um, Second thing is, that really kind of bothers me is simply because it was a do-rag and it was a black player, they're trying to bring race into this. No, he mentions an old player... You know, you didn't. It, it's different eras and stuff. It's just a bad joke. It's not. Know? It's and not
1: just that. It w- it would have gone under the radar, in my opinion. Yeah. Had because it's a guy you heard it on there. Marcus Stroman was. Uh, yeah. It was the pitcher. Um, I'm trying to find his tweet real quick. Uh. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, come on. Come on. Oh. Uh, you know, Mark the the Strowman goes out in tweets right after the game, onward and upward through all diverse, or, through all adversity and racial undertones. The climb continues through all. Now, guy, what I mean, where this is definitely a sensitive. This is a weird subject we're gonna talk about for a second, considering it's two white guys and we don't. We've yet to have a guest on. The only guest on we've had is my mother. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, I would like to have anyone of color come in here and explain to me exactly where the racism was. I
0: don't. I, well, I'm. I'm going to tell you something. I, I just don't see it. I think. I, I think uh, that is one of those things where uh, it's so much easier to not say anything to anybody. Uh, I think the guy, uh, yes, it has to. Uh, it's a do-rag, and, it, 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 yeah, he's made a joke, but I I didn't see any malice in the joke or anything. Yeah. Shitty joke. It, it wasn't, you know, it, like I said, it was time filler. Uh, but I didn't see any malice in it. I don't think it had to do it, or anything to do with him being black or anything. I think it had to do with the fact that he had a do-rag on on the field. And he was just making a, comp- a comparison, you know, between old players and new players, and and, yes. and and it's and it's, you know, I mean, fuck. And if anything, before you go tweeting out and trying to turn this into a goddamn controversy, phone up that announcer, send him a message. Hey, dude, did did you mean anything about my race by this? Right because I don't think you did but I just want to make sure you know and because and, it because just to let you know you may not have thought about this but it could be taken that way right and so for the future just know that you know you might not want to mention stuff like this
1: well now here's what the announcer said uh friendly who by the way I didn't know he's he's not a broadcaster he is a he apparently he was a manager with the Diamondbacks when they won. He played yeah. in the he played baseball. He he yeah. you know was on a bunch of teams as management management. As a manager uh, he's he's yeah. only recently maybe gotten into broadcast within the last maybe decade I would yeah. say. Um but he he Here's his statement about what happened. He said, During last night's game, I made a poor attempt at humor that was insensitive and wrong. I apologize to Marcus Stroman and have reached out directly to share those thoughts. I have had several conversations with the D-backs, and we agree that seeking sensitivity training is an important step so that I can continue to learn from my mistakes in order to be better in the future. And I hope his question in insensitivity Activity training is why was that wrong why was that wrong yeah. i hope that they have to have a fucking year-long training session with this guy for him to figure About out why you can't say the word do-rag it's crazy it's it's insane mm-hmm. to me that the guy is wearing a do-rag and it's a slow moving game where commentators talk the nonsense of whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear about your fucking Memorial Day weekend plans. Right. I honestly don't want to hear shit. I yeah. want to hear you announce I want to hear you talk about, you know, the well, players getting- or whatever. And and hey, I hope when he goes in that insensitivity training Tom Brenneman, our favorite uh, our favorite bigot here, yeah. at, that's their sports cast. Yeah. He was the Cincinnati Reds fucking right. announcer. Yeah. I hope when he walks in there, Brenneman's just like, what the fuck are you doing in here? Yeah. What I did was pretty bad.
0: What yeah. I said
1: was not cool what was What he said,
0: you know, what Brenneman said was completely bad. What... Um, the other guy, I can't even remember him. Whenever the basketball players knelt, and he didn't realize he was on mic, and he said, "Look at those oh, n words yeah, yeah, yeah. kneeling down there." Right? Yeah, that high s- fucking yeah. that dude needs to be fucking uh, uh, strung up for what the fuck he's. That's fucking ridiculous. A bunch of high school kids. He said that shit about. He needs to have the shit beat out of him.
1: Yeah, but uh, I was about to say I don't know
0: about a death sentence because yeah, that's yeah. kind
1: of what I'm uh, trying you know to what I mean? avoid. But, yeah, but
0: but. but he, that, uh, that, what he, this guy said was, it, no, it, we're getting to a point with this division in this country and to where language is divided. Every, you know, uh, everything's getting divided up. Yeah. And, uh, I had a joke, um, and I stopped doing it because another comedian had a joke about this. Um, it, and then there's another one that had even another joke about it. Um, to where it seems like we're taking steps back. We're so divided, it's almost going back towards this whole thing of, well, what if we gave them their own country and we had our own country? Yeah. You know, we're getting so fucking divided now, where it's like I can't even say anything without having to run it through some kind of filter first to figure out – and then like um it, the joke i'm talking about is is now we we call people of different ra- people of color yeah well how long before we just drop the people of and just call them colored again right you know i mean we're taking we're we're trying to be so woke we're actually taking steps fucking backwards
1: well that's the, you know? that's the big thing and and by the way for our you know however many tens of listeners If you're sitting there at your day job right now going, I don't deal with this shit all the time, we do. We go out at night. We're dealing with it now. We deal in words and what words you can say, what words you can't say, which ones you can kind of toe the line of. That's why, like, when these subjects come up, we kind of not lose our minds, but we go, this is fucking bullshit, all this stuff, because we're in it, you know – Three to four times a night, yeah. where we're hearing, "Well, that's wrong. Why is that wrong? Because he said this certain. He said he referenced do rag, so that's wrong. It's like that's not a wrong thing to say at I'm, all. I'm, I, I, if you, you really want to compare it again, we have a per. See now we can compare it. We've had an announcer use fag capital of the world right on the live broadcast. Right. When he shouldn't when he didn't know he was being recorded, but that's if you're in front of a microphone, assume it's on. That's yeah. the way the world works these days, but we do have that comparison now. What this guy said is not even close to what the other guy said. Right. And what the, what what Brennerman said about, you know, the whatever city they were talking about going to next, which I still want to know what city it was. I I mean, maybe, but yeah. you know, fucking, you been to Cincinnati lately? No, uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, that was from I'm such an idiot. I called the one city that he was announcing he was for. In. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, St. Louis. There, I, I'll yeah. hit. A, I'll, I'll really hit a couple places. I thought even then, fucking, it's funny to me the like dark shit. I yeah. thought even then that was like for him to get a fired from not only that but the NFL. I was like, that's yeah. an extreme overboard. But whatever, it is what it is. He used a slur that we're all yeah. agree an agreement we don't like anymore. Whatever, for this, for the guy to have to step down for a little bit to go to insensitivity training, yeah. I I really don't understand.
0: Well, it's, it's- I don't
1: I want I want to know the program because maybe I'm wrong. I mean, Jesus Christ, it would be kind of entertaining to actually go to one of these things, but it would be a I feel like a major eye roll for some of the no no words you can't say. Yeah. But it really is for one, I don't buy the guy actually feels bad. I'll say that. I don't think he actually feels bad at all.
0: I don't think he does either, because he doesn't have any reason to fucking feel bad. I
1: think I think if he if he reached out to Strowman, that was what needed to happen. Yes. And that was it. And I think he did it. I I believe he was genuine enough. To reach out on his own, I doubt that. Uh, yeah. I doubt that the Diamondbacks came up to him and said, "You need to fix this by I'm sure calling the guy."
0: Probably said, "Hey, you know, Stroman heard what about what you said, and, and he tweeted about it. You might want to give him a call."
1: Oh yeah, sure. And uh, I'm yeah. sure it was like, "I didn't mean to offend yeah. you or anything like that." Well,
0: here, let's let's face facts. Okay, um, and and I'll say them in the way uh, that the I I I will not use. I you know as a comedian I refuse to drop an n bomb. Right. As, I refuse
1: as much to... as I've seen you
0: want to. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, just constantly. Uh yeah. no, but I won't dro- uh, drop an n bomb. I'm not going to use the women's c word. Right. I'm not going to use the asian c word. Yeah. I am not going to use um the 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 f word, the gay f word. Right. And um I'm in in I haven't heard anyone call it the T word yet, so 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 that people know. But but tranny, I will not use that in my comedy because I know those offen. There's also one other word. I had a friend of mine that was Asian when I was in high school. Um uh and I personally saw old uh piece of shit uh white people yeah. call him a gook. Mm. So and I saw how that word affected him. Yeah. I will never use that word. There are six words that I I will not use, and, and, and I am all for those six words not being fucking used. Yeah. However. Watch like, out, you do-rags now. <laughs> well, you notice I didn't mention any of the ones used towards Mexicans. I am going to tell you right now. No, I. but, yeah, do-rag. Yeah. Do-rag. If I'm getting to where simple fucking words I can't say. Yeah then it's over folks we lost free speech is no longer relevant we we you don't have it anymore this is the problem i have is free speech
1: is irrelevant to people like you and me yeah and that's honestly becoming to, and if i'm wrong go ahead and bring up some more broadcasters that are not straight white dudes yeah go ahead and bring up a journalist Go ahead and bring up players. Go ahead Mm -hmm. and bring up comedians. Go through all these cases and and, and give me actual evidence and proof that all these people that aren't allowed to use certain words anymore are straight white dudes. Now, I'm not arguing I want to use the word. Right. That's not what I'm arguing. Right. But what I am arguing is that everyone has a pass except for a straight white dude. Yeah. And what's going to end up happening? And I don't. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not on the Rogan side of eventually all straight white men are going to be silenced. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. But why are all these? T- why is everyone hiring a straight white dude to do a job? And then it's setting it. It's not setting them up for disaster. But the more and more we, the more and more I'll just say I, or not more and more straight white dudes keep getting every little detail broken down, yeah. it's going to be to a point where it's like, all right, man, well, we're just not going to be there. We're yeah. not going to. We're not going to be applying for these jobs and shit like that. But are all these old, is fucking what's his name? The the guy and I apologize. I don't remember the pitcher's name, even though Tatum, whatever his fucking name was, is he going to apply to be a fucking announcer? Or is he Stroman. going? Strowman, there you go. Is Strowman going to apply to be a? You know, like, is it what's what's going on here? Yeah. Why are why are old straight white dudes getting all these jobs that are retired for the most yeah. part? And is it a is it an issue of nobody's applying? Is it an issue of all these other people are applying? Well, and all these older straight white dudes
0: getting fired. There are plenty of announcers out there that are that are that are people of color uh you know and i and and i uh, (sighs) to me my my basic
1: all-around point because i i was tiptoeing getting a little nervous i don't care anymore here we go you got to hold the same standard to everyone thank you you cannot when it comes to these words you have to hold the standards to everyone why yep. and and again this always sounds so like i want to say it. i don't give a shit about wanting to say it i want the ability to be able to say what i want without losing everything that's yep. the that's the pun. the losing now, everything well, here's is what's thing. wrong
0: here's the thing is i like i said i don't mind those six words and and yes i joked about it earlier let's let's add in add in for instance uh, wetback or something like that. I, I I don't like that word. I you know right. not going to use it. Um, I don't mind words that are purposely offensive. Yes, but when you start delving into everything I fucking say and saying, well, that could have something to do with race. I'll give you a good for instance. Here's the thing. Uh, here's first I'll give you the example of what I'm talking about on this, and then so. Apparently, um, just because old white people used to call black people uppity uh, when they were trying to right. raise themselves up, the that is now has that word has a racial connotation to it. And I'm sorry, but I've been calling uh, Karens. Uppity white bitches, my whole life. Yeah, I was my my family. You would see someone being a Karen, and you'd be like, "Look at that uppity white bitch." I think that and is. That's, that, it, it's, yeah. so that it, To me, I grew up with no racial connotation on that at all. So now, but now, and this happened to me the other day. Mm-hmm. I I have a bit where in it I mentioned how I was having to deal with an uppity white bitch. Yeah. Well, as soon as I said uppity. It wasn't everybody, but there was one person in the back of the audience that cringed. Yeah. What the fuck, man? Right. We can't take every word and break it down. Well, I to, find that, know?
1: I actually find that funny because I have associated that word with race, but I've associated it with that's what you call white people. Yeah. That's a funny thing yeah. to me of like it really flip flopped and everything, but all my life, uppity to yeah. me is a word, uh, of course, nowhere near. To me, I wouldn't even consider it a, a like heavy slur.
0: Considered a slur, but I, I think even, it's
1: funny that you, you know, you were in a time of that yeah. when I came up. It's like that—that's a word that would fucking get me fired up because I'd be like, "Up, yeah, you don't know where I've come from. Like you don't know." Yeah. And of course, that's the problem with every word—is it's like, yeah, that's why everyone gets so hurt. You don't know where I come from. Don't call me that word.
0: You know that's Well, and also, of course, I—I I just grew up in an era where. You know, you had a bully. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never fucking hurt me. Whatever, dude. I don't give a shit. Right. You know, you you obviously have some fucking issues, and it makes it to where you need to talk shit to me. I'm going to move on from that. Now we have to have fucking bully training in schools and all this other shit. And I'm sorry, I, I, I may sound old when I say this, but there is some evidence out there that a little bit of adversity in your fucking life mm-hmm. makes you strive to fucking go past it. Absolutely. It, it, you know, it just, it is the way it is. It, and I, I don't know. I, like I say, you know, um, in, as far as your, to your point, and I, it, it, you know, we, we, Yeah, white people often, whenever we do make the point that we would like everybody to be held to these standards, well, you just want to say it. No, I do not want to say it. What I don't understand is, because I grew up in an era where we had Richard Pryor, and I'll explain that in a moment, I don't understand why you, as the person that that word should be offensive to, want to use it. Right. I don't understand why you want to use it. Yeah. It's not, I, to me, um, every time I, well, every time I've ever seen a gay person on stage use the word faggot, to me, it's a cheap way of getting a laugh.
1: Well, that's, that's, you see a, what I'm saying? You and are it's right.
0: Like, and it's like, why keep using that word? Why would you want to use a word that means so much horrible shit to your people? Um, but that's also,
1: let's let, to, to get it. We need to we need to range outside of comedy on this one because yeah. that's a very specific to get a cheap laugh. Like, but no, no,
0: no. That was I know just what an you example. No,
1: no, no. I know what that you mean. But to the average person, like they, there's. I don't know if there's an average gay walking around right. using that word. I have heard it. Don't get me yeah. wrong. But for their purposes of why they would use it, I don't yeah. know. I've never even broken down well, or asked about it's it.
0: A, it's a. It's My thing is 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 it's the whole thing of reclaiming the word. Yeah. Well, it it. it I, I'm sorry. I, I I just don't I don't understand reclaiming a word that just means so much bad to so many people. Um don't reclaim it. Don't don't do anything it just if you're gonna hold me to the standard of I can't say it, hold yourself to that same standard. Well and let's just get rid of it. You hey man, reclaim you know?
1: it, but I think burn it down. I yeah. mean that's my you yeah. know but of course, no one, want, you know, it's not I like, think it's South not like Park
0: had the best fucking thing. It's, we just need to reassign these words to different groups. That episode they did oh, where dear. people who ride loud motorcycles are now known as faggots. <laughs> uh, that, uh, that was a great way of saying, it. no, no, we're just going to reassign the word to someone else. Yeah. You know? And I'm not, <laughs>
1: and I'm not, uh, again, I'm not unaware of the fact that straight white dudes have had it pretty fucking good in this country, oh great, yeah, forever, yeah. Okay, I'm not unaware. Not just this country, around the globe. Thank you. Okay, I'll, yeah. I'll <laughs> uh, thank you. I'm not unaware of that. But what yeah. I am saying is, your is is again, you have to start holding everyone to the standard. And I don't want. Uh, here's the other crazy thing. I don't want anyone to be punished yeah. over a word. That's that's kind of the argument I always forget to throw in there. I don't want you to be fined. I don't want you to be if you are vitriolic and saying what you say, then yes, you lose your job as being able to speak into yeah. a microphone because if it happened once, it'll probably happen again. Right. Boom. Get out of there. But let's be honest, man. You watch inside inside the NBA with Shaq and fucking Kenny Smith and then I think uh, Kenny Stills. And, uh, and, and Charles Barkley, and I unfortunately I forget the other guy's name, but you listen to their shit, you want to hold people to words, they've gotten away with saying some shit on that show that they should be held or fined for. They're mm-hmm. also just not afraid to go, because the guy who's stepping down, the announcer, did it on his own. The Diamondbacks didn't ask him to do it. Mm-hmm. He's kind of being a, he's being a little, I, I don't, I don't know, let's put it this way. The do-rag thing... Is nothing to me. What he said in his past or is running from, I don't know. He's probably said some shit. Yeah. But you don't, you see Shaq, you see Charles Barkley come out and be like, fuck you. Like, I'll say what I want to say. Right. Now, I don't know if it's ever touched on race or anything like that. But let's put it this way. If that "Quote unquote joke," which I still don't think is a joke. No, horribly bad. It's just a statement to fill time.
0: It's not. It, it, listen, I'll tell him what I'll tell the well, well, mic. Great f- premise, yeah. but no, no follow through. Anyway,
1: point being, if that would have came out of one of their mouths, yeah. it would have fucking killed. Yeah, because it is like. Oh, I see what you're doing there, but why yeah, when it's on like the Michael Jordan's old rag? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and why it's on the other foot Shack is just so funny. bizarre. And anyone who's sitting there going, "Would you shut the fuck up about it?" We will. I will say though, give me a person of color that has gotten in trouble for saying something into a microphone like this. Bring mm-hmm. me one head that y'all have claimed the way you're just lopping off other people. Yeah, go ahead and do that.
0: Um, And here, I'll 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 say my final piece on this. Yeah, I was about to say this all boils this all boils down to one thing: division. And I hate to tell people this. You don't like what your government's doing. You don't like the way that corporations are running every fucking thing and doing the shit that they want to do and not giving a fuck what you think. Stop letting them divide us and conquer us yeah everything these days has become an issue that we have to just be divided over and we have to absolutely 100 percent hate each other for god damn it stop it yeah so on that note <laughs> well
1: and i was gonna say hey baseball you got bigger worries right now as far as the way the game is played, which this is not mm-hmm. something I plan on talking about, but since we're here, we'll do it. Did you see the St. Louis Cardinals manager get ejected and go on that five minute rant no. about his ejection? They pull a kid out of the they pull a kid out of the uh bullpen, guy comes in, he's got a he's got a white spot on his hat. Before he even makes it to the mound, the re- the the umps say you gotta go change your hat. The manager just loses his shit. It's because there is a there is a substance issue going on with pitchers right, right now. Yeah,
0: using different things.
1: I think it's Adam Cole is his name. Now? now I'm now we'll see how much I know about sports because I'm pulling these names on my ass. Yeah. I think it's Adam Cole who's with the Yankees, formerly with the uh, number one Astros of all time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's a guy with... Uh, fuck. Now I'm running into problems. Anyway, there's a couple pitchers that are kind of open. It's something with the like velocity rate of the way the ball is coming out of their hands. Right. And they're, you look at where they were. You look at them... It's just skyrocketing, going up, mm-hmm. and the major leagues are not doing anything about it. And I think the reason the pitcher, or the, I think the reason the manager got so upset, is like because what the white substance was apparently was sunscreen that he got after yeah. he sunscreened himself up. He got he got it on his hat, and what the manager flipped out and then said in the press conference is pretty much like, "We know who's doing it, yeah, and baseball's not stopping it." Right. So for you to then decide to step in and stop this kid who's not doing it, like, let's be honest, all you need to do, what, baseball is the game of stats, right? All you need to go is look at the fucking stats and then pay attention to these guys essentially thumbing their nose at the fucking league saying, like, we're going to keep doing this.
0: Well, this this ties right the fuck in with the 30 for 30 I watched last night. Mm. Uh, where we had Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa. I, I re-watched this one. I, I love it because it, it, it reminds me of how exciting that that race to 61 was, 62. Right. Um, and uh, But, of course, at the end of it, they have to get into the fact that, you know, uh, steroids were involved. Yeah. Uh, Do they admit it? Does McGuire ever admit it? Um, McGuire admitted it In front of fucking it, it, To the whole world Who He's am I thinking that, of That Sammy Sosa's the one That never admitted it Yeah He's never said outright Yes I did it
1: And what? And who else was it Was it Roger, Roger Clemens. Clemens That's the was guy funny. I'm thinking of
0: yeah. And of course Barry Bonds Has always maintained He never did But Barry Your head doesn't grow To twice <laughs> its fucking size Yeah Without something We have a
1: wheelchair uh, For your head dude. Yeah <laughs>
0: Yeah well, it, Barry's fucking full of shit But anyway um, but so th- you're talking about a game of statistics. That's how it was first noticed. Mm-hmm. You could take, um, let, let's take two different air baseball players before the steroid scandal. Right. You could take a Babe Ruth yeah. and match his stats against a Hank Aaron mm-hmm. and it pretty much followed a line. Yeah. You could compare them and they would be pretty comparable.
1: Yeah. I think they actually wore the same do rag. Yeah. It. <laughs> I thought it
0: I thought I saw that in a photo the other day. It was <laughs> an old baseball card I had and uh yeah, they were wearing the same one. Uh but anyway, god damn it. <laughs> Sorry, was, dude. I didn't mean to throw that was you a off. Bad joke the first time. <laughs> <Yeah. idiot. laughs> You'd have to bring that back, Jack. <laughs> Maybe put that in your throwaways. Yeah. Uh so anyway, um, then all of a sudden, there was no comparison. You could take Mark McGuire's fucking stats and put them up against Babe Ruth and Hank Aaron, and it didn't. It didn't even clo- come close to matching. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, there was this sharp fucking rise in ability, um, and that that's how everyone started to notice it. As far as the press goes, right? And they were like, "Hey, something's up here." Human beings don't just evolutionarily change so much within a year. Um, So, let's get into this whole thing. Uh, uh, And Bud Selig comes out. And he was commissioner of baseball. Okay. And he says, you know, well, there were whispers and there were rumors that it was happening. But I just didn't know about all this bullshit. Mm-hmm. everyone fucking knew. And in fact the matter is is that in 1994 they went on fucking strike. They lost all the fucking fans. Seats weren't being filled anymore. And then all of a sudden you got fucking Maguire Sosa and Griffey just knocking them clean out the fucking park. Right. Um on a pace of 50 58 S- then the next sixty two, uh, you know, um, was Griffin roided up. I don't think he was. I think he was probably the best all around player that could have beat it, had he been roided up. Oh yeah, of uh, you course. know, he would uh, he would have probably done it. Um, now. Uh, They know about this shit. Right. They ignore it because people come to watch these amazing players doing these amazing things. Yeah. Now, instead of being home run hitters, it's pitchers that are catching the shit. And baseball knows it. It's like he said, they know it. Yes. But they're letting this shit happen because it's putting asses in seats. People are coming to watch this guy pitch. You know? I mean, we talked about it earlier. St. Louis Cardinals were at 500 for the season. No way going to the fucking playoffs. But they were packed to the gills in that fucking stadium, sold out yeah. to watch Mark McGuire hit dingers. And that's and and so they knew. They knew. And and to me, when you
1: have a slow news week, you don't go after a broadcaster that came off of a tweet that a guy was offended. Yeah. You go after these. All right, we got some downtime in the office. Yeah. How is it's not Adam Cole, by the way, it's Garrett Cole. How how is Garrett Cole velocity just all of a sudden skyrocketing? Yeah. How'd this happen? And then you do what journalists should do is actually investigate Investigate. a little bit and figure it out. You know what I mean? Like why, like those stories, baseball has got to figure out for one. Quit being so goddamn fucking sensitive with shit. Yeah. And that's that's something we've talked about forever with players, managers. The whole entire organization, these guys have egos on them.
0: And even write a fucking, or, uh, write an op-ed. Right, don't, you don't have to necessarily investigate and have foolproof evidence that he's cheating. Yeah. You can write an op-ed and just say, hey, listen, I've looked at the statistics. This does not make sense. Right. You know, and and, and there's nothing wrong with that. The, the and, and, uh... This does not make sense, and I'm calling on Major League Baseball to take a look at this. Yeah. You know? And especially once you call it out publicly, and it, and of course, that's going to get picked up by ESPN. If you see the fucking stats drop, mm-hmm. dude knew he was caught, and he quit. Yeah. It, it's, the proof is in the pudding, especially in baseball. Yeah. Baseball is a game of statistics. It is numbers, numbers, numbers. You can tell when shit is going on that's not right, whether it be cheating, whether it be substance abuse, whatever. Um, now, when it comes to substance abuse, I, this is one of the problems I have with that whole thing. A, I think Major League Baseball knew what was going on. Don't take these guys. This is why they. I don't want to ever see these guys' records taken from them. Mm-hmm. I think Major League Baseball knew what was going on. They turned a fucking blind eye to it. Yeah. Number two, you look at Mark McGuire. Before Royds ever became a part of his fucking life, he set the home run record for a rookie season. 49 fucking home runs. That stood for 30 fucking years. 30 years. Yeah. Then – he was part of the Bash Bros. They win a World Series. It's it it, it, it was amazing, right? It was, I, I can't even describe how amazing that time was in baseball. Yeah, uh, because we, we had mega stars that were I couldn't I couldn't name you a Garrett Cole or any fucking body else who plays right now in baseball. Yeah, maybe exactly. one guy. Yeah, back then I you could name people whole fucking teams. They were stars, right? Um. So, anyway, he comes into that, 49, wins uh, Rookie of the Year, uh, and sets a record that stood for 30 fucking years. Mm -hmm. All right. Come, what, 92, 93, 94, he's injury prone. He's having a lot of problems. Along comes a company called Balco. And they say, hey, um, we can treat you. Uh, and they didn't go to just him. They went to fucking everybody in the league. right? Um, And they were using human growth hormone. They were using uh, steroids. Um, And you got to remember, there were a lot of supplements at those times that were legal. Creatine, andro... something. I can't remember the whole name of it. Very chemical name. uh, Which was basically an alternative to steroids. It was a safe alternative to steroids.
1: Well, there's always... to, not to cut you off but there's you see that uh particularly with UFC these uh, mm-hmm. some fighters get popped for shit that's like it was
0: NGNC. yeah like, what the fuck yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and so it so here's Mark McGuire. he is uh broken he's having a hard time this company comes along and says yeah man we can give you these injections it'll help you to heal faster suddenly boom he's Mark fucking Maguire again now I don't give a fuck how many steroids you do. If you watch Mark McGuire from the time he's a kid until the day he fucking retired, he had a God-given natural swing to be a home run hitter. Yeah. It was God-given. It was a talent that just not anyone comes off the street to have. Right. It's a perfect swing. You don't take that away from him. I still say he beats the fucking single season record in in his career even without having been roided up.
1: Well, we'll never
0: know. <laughs> but we'll never know. But he, but he did, and a lot of it had to do with these companies coming along and saying, "Hey, we can do this for you, and it's going to help you heal." Yeah. Uh, in your off season, so that you are actually a hundred percent and not ripping yourself to pieces. It's what one hundred and sixty-two games in one hundred and eighty-five days. I think that's almost a game every day. Right. You're broken. Yeah. by the end of the season
1: yeah just shoulders torn yeah. up for sure Shoulders torn up your your hips i'd muscles. imagine too yeah.
0: twitch muscles and your legs are fucking done yeah um so yeah no I, you know I, i'm sorry and then i get to my kind of half-assed comedian's view and half-assed maybe i really do think this way because i'm a fucked up person but um you know, we talked about last episode, the Mets. Right. Uh, the one on the Mets and how they were all on greenies and they were on yes. fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. Coke and right. all that jazz. But right. they had a hell of a fucking team and they won baseball games and shit. Yeah. Uh and then you come up to Sosa and Maguire, they were fucking roided up and jacking home runs and it was fucking amazing. Yeah. Uh Clemens is pitching shit that's insane, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, um, maybe I want my fucking players on drugs. I think uh, you know you got the '90s cowboys, yeah. man. They're fucking like the, the lines on the field were made out of cocaine, and they were fucking rolling through shit, man. Well,
1: okay, if you're gonna say drugs, yeah, I, I, yeah. I am over the. I, I think it's a, the oldest, tiredest. Every every player should be on steroids.
0: Yeah, hey, don't. Yeah, fuck that. Man. I
1: was about to say. I will say in baseball, <laughs> sure, you're not physically dealing with each other one on one. You're not. You're not even really coming in contact with anyone except at a plate. Yeah. I think you do that, you start doing with that with football play. I, I think it should be if you want to do it, everyone's gotta do it. Yeah. And if there's one guy that says no, well then no. You don't get to do it because yeah. that one player is going to opt. Out because they're going to get hurt. Yeah. You know, and they don't want to fucking damage their bodies, even with a, steroids. You
0: take a fucking football player, you take football players and give them just unmitigated fucking steroids. You just let them go for it. Yeah. There will be deaths on that field. Yeah, for there sure. There will be
1: deaths on the field. And it's got to come down to... It's an ego and power thing within these players to want to do it. We're losing our we're losing our steam here. We're not yeah. Our we're not the Mark yeah. McGuire of when we started. Well, it's also like yeah, guy, you shouldn't be. Yeah. You were a fucking, you were a teenager in your early twenties. Yeah. Of course, your thirty year old self is not gonna be this guy, especially you playing. You know, like you said a day a game a day. For 10-plus seasons. Yeah. You know, you can see you can see where the player would want to do it. But, again, to me, that goes back to an ego problem. You should really go see a therapist to help you work through that ego problem and find that oomph in you that you had when you were a kid. Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? Well, my argument against droids is this, is we have players now who have come up in the age of testing. Mm-hmm. That are not doing it, that are, and, and these kinesiologists and physiologists have come along and said, we can get you that way without it. Yes. You're it has gonna, made, yeah.
1: Here's the difference, you're going to have to work harder.
0: Yeah. It's made humans strive to be better. Yeah. I mean, it, it really has. And and so, um, so yeah, no, I, I I don't agree with unfettered steroid use, but maybe a little cocaine. Uh, some greenies. Hey, crystal methamphetamine. Who knows? Let's see how that works on the field. Hell, man. Who was it? Uh, was I'm it kidding, by the way, people.
1: God damn it. Was it Calvin Johnson who played for Detroit? Was yeah. that his name? Megatron? Yeah. yeah, Megatron. I think he came out and said, like, yeah, I was high every game. Yeah.
0: Like, yeah. I was stoned out of my mind. I do on 100% weed. believe that all sports should legalize the use of marijuana. That's, I mean, that's at this point. Yeah. yeah. That keeps them off of of uh, opioids as much. It it it, it they don't have near the problems that they have with guys being addicted to shit.
1: Right. I think it's come out, I, I think, you know, I believe I believe the NBA just straight up said, we're not testing for this shit anymore. Yeah. Um, and I think that, um, I th- thought it was football that said, like, look, you're getting tested once. Right. And that's it. And I don't even know if it's yeah. a pass or fail program anymore. Right. Just maybe, like, we are the lead again. Whichever the way the wind's blowing is where the NFL's going to go. Everyone's pretty huge yeah. marijuana culture right now, so they're like, "Oh, we're going to be pretty relaxed." Now, right. if this pendulum swings the other way in ten years, I wouldn't see. I I think they're keeping the door a little bit open just in case it goes back to super conservative against marijuana policy. That I they'll don't go see that well, that but they'll go well. We yeah. never actually officially took it away, right? You yeah. know, like I think that, but um. I just think it's funny that, yeah, you are right. Certain drugs for certain. I mean, Jesus Christ, who was the fucking uh, guy that pitched the no hitter on acid? Yeah. And. and
0: God, what is his name? I can't fucking remember right now. Doc Ellis? Yeah, that's it.
1: And let's be kind of honest, if you watch the documentary, it was not the most gracious no hitter. I mean, he didn't get there easily. He just pulled off this crazy feed on it. But yeah, and you should be able, depending on the. Here's a problem. And it's what Barkley's always said. I'm not your fucking role model. You raise your own kids. But that's the problem is so many kids look up. As adults, it'd be hilariously fun to be like, all right, right, uh, so -so, what were you on tonight? And it's like, well, in the first quarter, I started off with a little toot, right? Like I had to just get the (laughs) nerves up. The wife was bugging me. I was down, you know. Second, third quarter, I knew I had to come down. I had to chill out. I took an edible. Yeah. boy oh boy they say how you know just the corner huh, yeah. let's half that corner because yeah. these <laughs> fuckers are crazy you know? fourth quarter i really had to relax I had, a, I had a little bit of a jack daniels in that bottle tonight you know what i mean i really and look it was 10 seconds left i took a big hit of crystal and we won the game yeah. you know
0: like sure but of course Drug correspondent Joey Diaz exactly. is on the field. What the fuck you take? Hey, try one of these fucking stars of death. It's fucking great. Exactly. You the, the drug correspondent <laughs> yeah. is what they need. Yeah, exactly.
1: And 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 women do drugs too. They can be the correspondent, no. Fuck yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean like that would actually be pretty funny, but there's just Oh, man. Hey, when it comes to that role model thing, that's the tricky part. Yes. Hell, even with gambling, they're like, you can't be doing that shit. That's off the thing. Uh, Do you have anything for the NFL? I
0: will say two things really quick. Guys, there's not much happening in the NFL. OTAs, of course, happening and stuff, but not much coming out of that. The big two things, still no word on uh, Aaron Rodgers. And apparently, there are 16 teams vying to get – Julio Jones right now. I saw that the
1: number it really skyrocketed. It is fucking crazy.
0: They, and, and
1: I did see that the Patriots were one of the leading contenders.
0: Yes, the Patriots, the Titans, of course. Uh, and then there's uh, uh, Indy has their hat in the ring. Uh, I really don't. I thought at the start of this that the Niners would be where he ended up. I don't think so now. They're making moves. And I, but, but they may be making moves to clear some space to put Julio Jones in. Yeah. So, um, I tell you,
1: I feel, you know, know, wherever he goes, he'll go. The story will die down. I don't think it's going to be this while this team was contributed big time. So I, my, my focus is on green Bay poor Matt Lafleur. I mean, he has got to just be like, I just want it to end. I saw him on a press conference. He was like, Hopefully Tuesday, maybe Wednesday. I don't know, guys. I haven't talked to the guy. I right. don't fucking know.
0: Like, stop asking. I hope we have an answer for him soon. I, I would like to see uh, where Aaron's going to end up at. I do know that uh, uh, the Broncos do have $30 million in cap space, so mm-hmm. the rumors may be fucking true. We'll see. Well, it's it's well, unreal.
1: Um. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off on that. No, no, that, no, you're fine. That's you're it fine. on football. Because right? really, it's that's it. slow. Yeah, football's
0: fucking. I fine. did
1: see a lot of people. I guess were are starting to. Jacksonville's going to get some attention this season for sure. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people oh, yeah. were looking. The and I saw a picture of Tim Tebow. Motherfucker is. You want to talk about steroids? Maybe you need to go check old <laughs> Timmy boy because Jesus. <laughs> maybe Jesus inserted some of that shit into him because he yeah. looks fucking jacked.
0: Um, well, I mean, you know, have you ever seen Jesus on that cross? He's pretty ripped. he got some fucking abs, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's pretty ripped. Um, uh,
1: I guess we'll end the show with this. Um, did you see Jake Paul's new opponent? No. I'll give it to him. He, he set it up in the locker room. Uh-oh. I'll give it to him. Uh, Jake Paul, they don't have the date on what I'm looking at. Will be fighting Tyron Woodley. Tyron Woodley, I know you don't know who he is. Tyron Woodley, former UFC champ, oh, a couple shit. times over. Now he yeah. he has been dropped by the UFC. That's the only way they're. That's well, yeah, the only could. way yeah. he's doing it. But he was running kind of into a mental problem of being able to get over the hump when it came to some fights. Yeah, but. I don't know. It, it was in the locker room that Tyron Woodley was observing the gloves being wrapped. It's it's a very – you can go on Instagram or whatever when and look it up. It was it with uh, – when he was fighting Ben Askren, I didn't know this, that the opponent's corner men watch the wrapping of gloves and yeah. can, can if they want, make sure. Yeah, they so, have to check it all. So Tyron Woodley w- went in there to do the observation while in there some shit start talk some shit talk got started yeah. and apparently they're going to finish it with an actual boxing match now i will say Jake Paul does what he's done to Tyron Woodley in which he he did to Ben Askren and he did to the fuck uh, poor little Nate Robinson yeah I, I think some respect will grow but i also think yeah this is it man you do you want to fight in MMA Or do you want to be a boxer? you got to pick a lane. Or be a kickboxer. That's fine. But stop going after the MMA community. Now, it's a little different because Tyron Woodley is a fucking real deal badass motherfucker, for sure, with his hands. Right. Um, But it'll be interesting. The shit talk has definitely been started. Uh, Jake Paul came out and said, Tyron's a seasoned striker who has fought the best MMA fighters, which is very true. He's fought the best MMA fighters in the world, but will be dropped by a Disney teen star in two rounds. Hilarious. Yeah. Fucking hilarious quote. The the building up is already so funny. Tyron Woodley, I don't know if it was direct response or just a quote, uh, Tyron Woodley says, easiest fight of my career and biggest purse of my career all in one night. Hey, Dana, let's bump up the purses, by the way. Basically, yeah. they, bought, they brought me in to take out the trash. I can't wait to shut this bitch up. This is getting done for the culture, uh, the whole MMA community, and boxing community to get rid of this guy from combat sports. And yeah. if you want to look at Tyron, he's a fucking jack dude. Jesus Christ. And to be honest, you know, Jake Paul's He's not, like, ripped, but he's big motherfucker. Yeah. Now, I'm not going to pay for this pay-per-view. Because oh, I heard no. the last one was fucking just crazy horrendous. Yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting. And I don't know, because yeah. now his brother Logan is going up against Mayweather. Yeah. Seemingly taking it pretty – I have a lot more respect for Logan because he actually fights boxers. He had somehow landed Mayweather, which is yeah. bizarre to me. But there's been clips of him fighting. Do you know a fighter, a uh, boxer, Ryan Garcia? He's this nah. like kind of. He's kind of like a. It's weird. He's a legitimate boxer. He's fucking great yeah. at boxing. But he's like this Instagram star as well. He started getting his stardom because he would have Instagram kids come over, mm-hmm. put on the this this big like Iron Man type suit. You know what what all yeah. the cornermen wear. And, that, and it would be called the Garcia Challenge. How many times can you take it in the stomach yeah. of his punches? And what's hilarious is when the people would go, all right, I tap. He'd give them about five more to be like, don't even fucking come play in my world. Yeah. Very funny. But he's kind of training with – Logan Paul is training kind of with Ryan Garcia and essentially on how to work the shoulder roll. How yeah. to work that to your advantage, which is Mayweather's like – number one key defense right so I have a lot more respect for Logan Paul actually jumping in and yeah and doing yeah. that um it'll be interesting I just I found it crazy when I saw the news the yeah. quotes on it were funny they're already building this up and I think it's going to be an actual I don't think Tyron's going to go down I, I I meaning in the way yeah no no I don't think Ben Askren in the back through the fight I think he got punched in the face and went, "Oh, this isn't worth it." Yeah, like, fuck this. this yeah. next punch or two, I'm just gonna fucking take it. Like, whatever. Um, but yeah, that's it on the as far as fight news. Um, I yeah. think next week is the is that rescheduled uh, Nate Diaz Leon Edwards. Um, fight in the UFC. I don't know where it's going to be held. I'll have more uh, research on that for sure for next week. But yeah, that's a, that's a wrap on my end. Um, yep. Very very interesting stuff in sports that didn't involve football this time, Jason. Right. I'm pretty yeah. proud that we could yeah halfway limp to
0: the finish line with some of these things. Right. <laughs> um, speaking of, halfway limp into the finish line, if you like it, like, rate, subscribe, and review. Also, listen to our other podcast, The Big Sad, Blaining, And June 19th, Yes. Uh midnight Jack will be hosting uh uh his show at uh Buzz Mill in uh Riverside in Austin. Uh it is uh Debate That and I will be there along with
1: Yeah, uh I need one more person to to get the whole entire um card together as you will but uh so far i got dean stanfield chris castles hans kim aaron cheatham and of course jason johnson on that lineup that one's going to be a hell of a time if you haven't heard of any of those names dude some of these guys are fucking killers and i only say some of these guys because i've seen them do their half hour to headlining sets Mm -hmm. and that's not taken away from anybody else it's just what i've seen it's going to be a fun fucking show it was fun the last time uh, if you come out and you want to get rowdy, try to at least just do it in the back. Don't come straight to the front row. <laughs> yeah. But it is at midnight. You want to come out, drink, hang out, have some fun. It's a really fun show, along with all the witching hour shows they're doing at Buzzmill, which is starting uh, this weekend, I believe. So go out there. Buzzmill's Mill's become a pretty fun spot for sure. Absolutely. All
0: right, everybody, come on out. And remember, love each other. Bye. Bye.